0: In the Indianapolis studio tonight. I'm Melanie Ake and I am bringing you amazing people this week, especially through COVID. Um, I want to celebrate people that are stepping into their lives and living their lives with purpose. And so, you know, I've been on this whole campaign about the Why Institute, finding your why, finding your purpose. And I have someone tonight that I want to celebrate. I want you to connect to because this man is really about living your purpose. Uh, Dennis Mellon is joining us tonight, and I won't steal his thunder because I really want him to be able to fully introduce himself. Um, I had him take the why, and we're going to talk about that in this segment. But what I'd like for you to do is take out your journals and your pencils or your pens and start writing notes because there's going to be a lot of great gold bombs. Um, Dennis is also certified with the John Gordon power of positive leadership and this is amazing because you guys know chip baker he's part of that group too so um, it all is of the circle that you surround yourself with and so dennis i am so excited that you're on tonight and i want to really just thank you from the bottom of my heart uh, for sharing and, and coming on and sharing your journey with us
1: yeah, it's t- it's really a pleasure to be here. It's uh it's tough to be vulnerable on uh live uh, streaming, isn't it?
0: <laughs> it is. And you've been busy today. You said you have been on five shows already?
1: No, I wasn't five shows, but I've been on uh I've been on five uh Zoom calls. So
0: So you're kind of zoomed out, right?
1: (laughs) No, not yet. This was the one I was looking forward to.
0: (laughs) This is so great. Dennis, you have such a history. You know, I have been a trainer for some big medical companies, and I have been in sales for a very long time in leadership roles but your journey started off with the airlines. So take us back. I know Alaskan Airlines, if people don't know you, um, talk to us about how you ended up with Alaskan Airlines and all the things that you did there to influence and impact others.
1: You know, uh, my life has been kind of uh, inverted. Most people uh, go uh, through high school and in high school, they go through the, the feelings of what do I do now? Do I go to college? What college do I pick? What trade school? What what business do I go into? But I had a signalness of purpose since about 10 years old. I was I was at, at my father's Air Force Base and uh, just looking up at the sky going, hey, look at those airplanes up here. That's pretty cool. That's what I want to do when I grow up. Of course, my wife says I've never reached that point yet. But uh, from that point to... Uh, when I lost my uh, medical at age 56, it was, everything was about flying. And I loved doing that. I, uh, I went to the air force Academy. I, I flew, uh, on active duty in, in the air force for about seven years. And then I switched over to the air force reserves and about the same time got hired by a startup airline called jet America, went through all the merger stuff. And, uh, we, and we were out of long beach, California. And, uh, Alaska bought us, and I became part of Alaska in about uh, 1986 or so. And from that point on, it was just flying, teaching, instructing until I uh, moved into uh, the, tr- the management training side. I became the uh, fleet captain for the, uh, for the MD-80s that were up there. And then uh, I lost my medical one day, and uh, it was one of those things of uh, you're never going to get to fly again. And that just practically crushed me. So it was, you know, what do I do now? The same thing that a high schooler faces at age 17, 18. Here I am at 56 years old. Time for a career change, you know. Mm.
0: So what about, you know, so a lot of people that say, gosh, what a great life, right? To know what you were going to do that young. And yeah. so I knew what my purpose was.
1: Yeah. And
0: and you took the why. And what was your why, Dennis?
1: Well, I, uh, it's changed. I mean, that was such an enjoyable job. I, it was, uh, what's the proverbial saying? If you love your job, you'd never work a day of your life. And (laughs) my friends kid me, I probably haven't worked a day of my life anyway, but, but, uh, um, the, the, from, from, uh, uh, from there losing that, trying to figure out a new purpose. Uh, my, uh, I lost my medical in 2008 and it took till about 2013 to, figure out what I was going to do when I was, when I grow up, I did uh, all kinds of things uh, in the interim uh, from volunteering to, uh, to um, uh, working as a safety consultant, going to Africa and Philippines and, and all, all over the place. But it was, that was kind of telling on the family. So I had to, uh, I said, uh, well, I better, I better grow up and do something for real. So then I got interested in baseball coaching and, and uh, I went uh, through a period of time where uh, I took was working in the offseason doing various things. And uh, it finally led me to speaking and, and uh, writing a book because I don't tell anybody, but I was keeping a journal. Now, uh, girls call that diaries, but, you know. Real men can't call them diaries, right? They have to call them journals. So. That's how the word the journal
0: came up, right?
1: That's how it came up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, away. so I just kept, that helped me with the writing a lot. Mm-hmm. So when you started journaling, how old were you? Um. Well, it was, I, I was probably about 56, 57, you know, uh, uh, right in that range. And I just started writing down just different things that happen. I, and I had no purpose in doing it. I just wrote them down. It was almost cathartic to, to write down some things, you know? And then well, uh, when I went to write the book, I was going, how do I fill in all the detail? And then all of a sudden I looked at the journal again and things were just like almost plug and play, you know? Mm-hmm. So it was, it, was, uh, it was good that I'd, I'd done it uh, therapeutic when I'd done it. And it was helpful in the uh, book writing process. So I still I, keep one.
0: I love that you said that because you said, you know, you don't really write with any, I forget how you just put that, but it was so perfect because a lot of people say, well, what would I write about? Like if right. I go buy a journal, a blank piece of paper, a blank book, and I'm not motivated, I'm not inspired to, to write about something specific, mm-hmm. a subject. Right. And that's not the point, right? Journaling is just about getting your thoughts out in, in yeah. no real order it's just about writing giving yourself yep. the freedom right
1: yeah it it really is and um uh it's a you know uh, i guess if you're going to look at uh uh men and women men don't really express their emotions very well uh is is the general theme and uh writing seemed to be uh where i could express some of that without having to be overly modeling about anything you know mm-hmm. so I, I just it, it really helped me out through the period of time, but it was so helpful in the writing process when I started. It was I, I'd already written a lot of things. So,
0: well, it's it so well, you don't ever think that there's a thread. Right. But when it comes no. from your heart and that's really the purpose, you know, everyday leaders, we talk about that's where it starts with your heart. And if you're going to connect to anything in your purpose in life, you have to start with what you feel And so what you've been motivated to do to add value to the world and to people is just that authentic connection. And so as you've really found out, like, hey, I really loved what I was doing, I had to change, but I could still follow what my heart desired. And so as you started journaling, I love this because I want to share a couple of things with our guests here that are, are watching and listening. Oh, Here's uh, Jonathan Howard. Hi, Jonathan Howard from The Social Life. Uh, he says, it is such a cathartic process. Writing is such a process, and it's so important. Um, so Dennis, uh, really, when I asked you to take your why, it came out that you were contribute. And so just knowing you, talking to you for a few minutes, uh, the first time that we met, I said, I am not surprised. Because contribute, the whole definition is contribute to a greater cause, make a difference and have an impact to add value to the world. And so that's all you've done your whole life. And as you had to like transfer your energy and say, okay, how do I do this now? If I can't physically, you know, do the how and the what, if I can't show up in the same space, how do I still use my gifts of passion? And and so writing in that journal was really the process for you, wasn't it?
1: Well, it it really was. And it started, uh, I I feel like I was uh, um, meant to be where I am right now. You know, we're all meant to be where we are right now. And it's like, uh, look at the journey as one day at a time and enjoy this moment right here. Um, Yeah, I went through a a pretty bad time when I lost the medical and couldn't fly anymore. Uh, It was crushing. I'm not going to, my wife was uh, very concerned about my mental state. But it's, uh, I, I had a neighbor who had gone through something similar and we sat down and talked and and he was almost like, uh, what's the comedian, Bill Burr, yeah. uh, where, he, where he has the jokes where, you know, he, he says, uh, eh, what are you going to do? And that's exactly what that guy was saying. Hey, wh- what are you going to do? You know, you can relegate yourself to uh, Geezerville, the, the Barker lounger, a remote and a cool drink and Oprah reruns or something. <laughs> but know if you really want to live you have to have a purpose you're you have to have that why and uh i think i think it took a while to find it it took a while for it to be revealed to me really um and and there's just uh you know having the friends and the support system uh where they're constantly remind you hey what yeah what are you gonna do you know i mean There's plenty of older people that can still contribute a lot and live, if nothing else, uh, good stories of things that they've experienced.
0: Well, I want to read this because I want you to really think about this as I read the characteristics of your why of contribute, because it's basically you're saying, what can I do to help? And this really sums it up. It says you love to support others and relish the success of the greater good or victory of the team. You're often behind the scenes looking for ways to make the world better. You are the go-to people, the ones that people look to when they need help with just about anything. You're reliable and a committed teammate and you often act as the glue that holds everyone else together. You use your time, money, energy and resources and connections to add value to other people and organizations. And so knowing that, that you do that, and then that you have walked through this purpose of journaling and writing this book, I really want to get to the book because this is something about our heart, right? I said, it starts with the heart to begin with, but your book is called. it uh, takes more than heart. It takes more than heart. And so I'm going to, I want to put this on here because I want you guys to really pay attention to this. This is going to be an amazing gift to yourself to get this book. I'm going to share the screen um as you can kind of walk us through Dennis uh the the details about what this book is going to do to change people's life.
1: Well, um I I think uh, telling the initial story part is 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 an important part of this. Uh, you know, you, you feel like uh one day I'm up flying at 35,000 feet looking down at people on the ground going Hey, look at those guys down there. I wonder what they're thinking and kind of chuckling to myself and then realizing they're probably uh, down on the ground, looking up going, Hey, I wonder what those guys are doing up there, you know? And it's an accumulation of over 30 years of, uh, flying experience. Almost any job, you you, you know, you get to a point where it's easy or it seems easy, but I just, I didn't really know, um, how quickly that was going to change because the next day, uh, you know, trying to stay physically fit. You know, airline pilots get a physical every six months with an EKG and all, all this other rigmarole, uh, but they didn't find anything. And here I am taking off, going to take advantage of what in Seattle they call a, a bluebird day, you know, where the the sky's so blue it just hurts your eyes. I'm going to go out on on, t- on a mountain bike trail for about the third time in the week, and I get up on an isolated trail and... All of a sudden, I'm not feeling so good. Next thing I know, it's three days later with this bright light in my eyes, and I'm thinking, did, did you know, did did I uh, did I do something wrong? Or am I being interrogated by the cops or something? And uh, no, my eyes come into focus, and here's my brother with tears in his eyes, going, and I, and I, I just locked eyes with him and said, you know, the typical brotherly thing. I said, "Hey, butthead," and he goes, "Dennis, you had us so scared," and he tells me the story of what's happened over the last three days that I've that I lost. And they found me on the on the trail.
0: Do you know about the Y Institute? The Y Institute was founded by Gary Sanchez and inspired by Simon Sinek. Hi, I'm Melanie Aik, founder of Everyday Leaders Professional Coaching and Consulting. And as the first certified associate agent, in the United States with the Why Institute. Now, Everyday Leaders can help you discover your why. Go to everydayleaders.com and take your why assessment today. Discovering your why is the essential first step of being an everyday leader. Everyday leaders know their why and live their why. Discover your why. Find out more at everydayleaders.com. That's everydayleaders.com.
1: Two hikers, luckily, they called 911. It took a little while for the EMTs to get up there. And then as they get me all stabilized on a gurney, you know, they have to stop about 25 times between the hill and the hospital uh, about a half hour away and shock me back into uh, synchronous uh, heartbeats. And another twenty times in the uh, ER, and I, I'm just lucky I'm here. So the fact that I went through this uh, and life changing so quickly, it, it's almost um, you. It, it you, you feel like where does the pivot come? Where what's my new purpose? What's my new why? You know, I, I people are going through it right now with the uh, pandemic. I watched my uh, my brother-in-law is a professional musician. Well. We ain't getting together for uh, uh, gigs and uh, music at bars or anything right now, so he's he's instead of going rolling his shoulders, and going eh, what are you gonna do? He he just he he started teaching uh, violin lessons online, and when I was talking to him, he's teaching somebody over in Sweden, four or five kids over in Sweden on Zoom, and I'm I, you know, so I don't know if I actually got into the answer to the the question that you asked, but uh, maybe I got a little sidetracked, but (laughs) I get excited about telling the story because it's, but it's still really hard to tell. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, when you feel like you've, you've watched a dream, you know, and that it actually happened to you and you step back and say, what do I need to do to change so that I can live my life? Because when you're full of purpose, you say, I'm not done yet. I've, I've got to yeah. keep going, right? And so, and your story is so encouraging because here you're in, you know, midlife, mid fifties and say, I really have more to do and, and I really see it. And so here, you, when you joined the John Gordon um, positive power of leadership, you know, group, and then said, I think I have this book in me and I'm just going to keep, like, you just kept seeing yeah. uh, clearer and clearer how you can show up and add value to people. And that's what I love about
1: your story. Are you sure that you're not a therapist? (laughs) (laughs) You know? This this sounds like therapy right here.
0: (laughs) But it's so great. So many people need to hear this, Dennis, because uh, there are a lot of people searching for answers. And I talk to people every single day as a coach. And they say, well, I'm not really sure that I see this. I don't really know that I want what I had anymore before COVID. I'm in the middle still of trying to decide what kind of a job I want to transfer into. I lost my job or I want to start something different. And, and I, so I know what I don't want anymore. And I love that, that people are really deciding like, I don't want this because I have to give up and I have to trade off things that I've discovered that are really important to me now. And so that's what I love about what's happened to the whole world. You know, here we've had all this snow and, uh, we don't live in Texas. We're up in the Midwest, so we're used to snow. Yeah. But all of our friends all over the country that, you know, their their cities haven't been prepared
1: for right. the snow. No. And
0: now it hits the power lines. And now they're, you know, yeah. scrambling to just survive after they've been through the pandemic. Yeah. And so, you know, what a tough time that we're all going through. And I just, uh, I, I love stories like yours because it's like, look, it doesn't matter what age you are, what transition you're going through, you can start something completely new just because you have a vision for it and you
1: have a heart for it. Well, I think it goes to, uh, there, what popped into my head is there's a, I think it might be a Japanese samurai saying, you know, the fall down seven times, get up eight, Yeah. (laughs) just keep moving. You know, uh, you, you've got a purpose. I, otherwise it's like I was saying earlier, you, you relegate yourself to geezerville and, uh, (laughs) (laughs) And and that's common. There'll be eventually a time when, when, you know, we just can't move around much or whatever, but you can still give something even then. Absolutely.
0: Well, absolutely. And I want, um, I want people to know what you do as well. So you have a a training company and I'd like to bring that up. If you can tell us a little bit about, you know, what you do, how you connect to uh, other clients and how we can, you know, how people can look you up to use your services.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that, uh, I, uh, have, uh, uh, my company's called be A I'm the sole purpose uh, person in the company, but I do uh power of positive leadership and I have some other, uh, training, uh, leadership training, uh, that I do. Um, there's, you know, by, by the five hours from me, and we'll spend time developing some of the skills that you, that, that you might, uh, uh, need, uh, uh, after we do an assessment, kind of like what you do with the, uh, with the Mm why, um, it's the, the tagline really is, is as a, as a leader, you're like a coffee bean, you've got this experience, you've gone through that, that roasting and grinding and brewing and pouring routine. And really what you're trying to do as, as, as a little coffee bean is turn your team or the people around you into gourmet coffee. That are that you know that you positively ch- make a change around here, and that's what the leadership is all about. Uh, you know, it's figuring out how to uh, 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 know where you are, know where you're going, and uh, oh, it's, I guess it's kind of like if you and I were driving from um, from Chicago down to uh, Disney World. You know, we can go a couple different ways, but showing you the way to go, you, you can either go through Memphis. Uh, Louisville or Knoxville, uh, there's some that are quicker, some are more scenic. We're going to see, I don't know, uh, roadblocks, traffic hazards, rain, snow. But just like your headlights only cover 200 feet at a time, that's what you have to do on the way to Disney World. Take care of this 200 feet. Once you've done that, take care of the next 200 feet. So mapping out that strategy is uh, part of you know, being a positive leader and being being that beam that changes ordinary water into gourmet coffee. Uh, knowing knowing your why, what what's your purpose? We're going to Disney World. Yeah, you know, um, take whatever uh, goal or or um, uh, meaning that you want, and and go take care of it two hundred feet at a time. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: You know, one of the stories and, and I'm going to forget all of this, all the details because <laughs> my why is challenge. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I think about, you know, the hot water, it's the three things that you put in the hot water, right? You put the egg in hot water and you put oh, yeah. the, the bean and the coffee bean in hot water. And, and so what does the water do, right? That boiling point, yeah. Yeah. It, it changes, it transforms each of those into a different property. And so I think the value of that, like, you know, if, if you're an egg, uh, and you boil it, it turns hard, right? Soft right. in the middle, and then the coffee bean—it really transforms, right? It transforms yep. into something that we enjoy, and so, and liquid. But uh, it's true about our lives, right? And we have to figure out what that boiling point is and how it's going to change us, right. so that we can influence and impact the world. And uh, so many times that we feel like we're up against something that we we can't deal with right? It's just too much. And so we have to figure out like, it's about adding value. And so we have to step back and kind of say, are we doing the right things that are giving us energy or do we need to change everything that we're doing and, and look at the world differently?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, you know, the, the whole routine of, uh, you're the sum total of the five people you hang around the most, not your friends and family or, the, or, or your friends maybe, but, you know, thank goodness. I always had, uh, friends that were way more capable of me. In fact, if we look at the 7 billion people in the world, there's probably not many I could eliminate that are under me. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you surround yourself with with uh, talented and skilled peoples and you, and, and you just absorb it, you know. Uh, be be open to, to new ways of looking at things. Yep. Tell yeah. me
0: about John Gordon and the program, the positive of power. The... <laughs>
1: Power of, positive leadership.
0: Power of positive leadership, I'll say it right here, uh, because I think that's such a program that has, is getting a lot of traction right now and yeah, John also. all yeah. over social media. But I love this. So uh, I haven't really had a coach from John Gordon besides Chip, but Chip hasn't really talked about that process with me. So if you would uh, share with our viewers and our listeners uh, what yeah. that program is is like. For to well, go personally.
1: there's there's two ways of doing. It. I would love to be able to do it live right now, but we're not because uh, one of one of my uh, uh, caring trademarks, if you will, is I, I'm a hugger, and I consider these things jumper cables. So if somebody needs something, I, I I'm ready there to jump them. But uh, there's um, a virtual and there's a, a live. Now, typically the virtual is split up into two days because who wants to be on uh, on Zoom. Uh, for uh, six or eight hours, but the the even the live in the one day because you're getting to interact with people instead of being on Zoom is uh, much more engaging. But it doesn't take away from the virtual either. And we cover everything from uh, what, why, how, how do positive leaders um, drive the culture? Because you know you've been to places or worked at places where. It maybe wasn't toxic, but it was not like, oh, well, my job's done, I'm, I'm going home. Whereas, you know, when you have a culture, you you just want to do more. You're, it's an integral part of you, as, almost as much as your family. And then uh, it gets into uh, uh, figuring out what your vision is, what your long-range goal is, and then, you know, taking care of the next 200 feet. Uh, what's some of the other thing? Um, what you do with energy vampires. You know, the the you, have you ever been into a meeting and somebody walks into it and they just suck the energy right out of the room? Well, what do we do to transform those people? Because we can use them, and if you can't, then they you you know they should be on their way out. You know, they and it, it calls for being accountable and responsible, um, building uh, relationships, looking at uh, looking at the way you communicate and you connect with people. Um, Uh, how you get commitment and caring out of the people because there's plenty of places where, you know, you kind of feel committed or uh, connected, but you know, when you leave work, you leave it. But when you're uh, committed, you're committed to the, to the, to the very essence of the, of that, of that team or that company. And then you're carrying trademarks, you know, mine being a hug. I even have one that I relate in the, uh, in the um, uh, training where I talk about uh, I used to have this admin uh, and both of us would be pretty busy. I'd be in my office or something, or she'd be uh, at her desk and we would walk by and we did the name game with each other. And she would, I'd go by saying, Tina, Tina, Bobina, banana, Nana. And she, without even looking up, she's still typing away, Dennis, Dennis, Bobina, you know, just, it's just, we're recognizing each other that, you're working hard, but we don't want to interrupt anything, and it was it just makes it. It just shows that you care, you know, and that that you care about more than. Uh, you know, where's my uh, per diem check for that last trip, or 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 uh, I, you know, it's just being able to say thank you in a in a in a in a different way. Mm-hmm. So recognizing somebody like that, and then the best part that comes out of the the training is you have a, a, a personal manifesto your your action items your 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 one word I don't know if you've gotten into uh what the one word that uh john Gordon even has a book out for that where instead of new year's resolutions you come up with a one word for the year mm-hmm. and uh last year mine was mentor but this year it's uh steadfast uh, an and awesome word. You, you you that way uh if something if you if you break your uh, New Year's resolution, it's done, you know, and most people's are, are done by uh, the end of January. But with the one word, it's in your forefront all the time. And even if you're making a mistake or or not being steadfast or not feeling like mentoring, you could come right back to it and it's still right there in front of you. Uh, so th- that manifesto and, and, and that summary is, is really good. I feel like I'm hogging the conversation because uh,
0: (laughs) no, you're good. We've got a comment here from Dennis LaRue. He says you send those energy vampires to the influencers in your organization with high patience, high EQ, focused on developing the person from the inside out. Yes.
1: Yeah. He's spot on. That's a, that's a a really good answer to it. Um, In our discussions, similar things come up with it. And that, you know, when I give these things, I'm not, I'm not bringing anything but facilitating it, really. it The genius is in the room. We, and you, we've heard that so many times. Uh, all the experiences that people like Dennis bring into uh, into a, a meeting, you know, all the experiences, all the learn, things that he's learned, it's a great perspective. So he's bringing his genius into the room. And you're bringing <laughs> yours, you know.
0: Well, we've got a lot of peeps, I tell you, from the leadership circle, there are so many people that are following, you know, Jonathan Howard, I think uh, Chip Baker, this may be him on here saying my peeps. <laughs> so, hey, you know, boom. It, it is, it's a boom and go get it, Chip. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's the great thing, right? When you get into that same room with like-minded thinkers, amazing things happen, amazing things happen because you never wanna be the smartest person in the room, but you wanna be able to evolve and grow and change. And so that's what we've been talking about tonight. And so if you have just joined us or you're watching this on the replay, I want you guys to know how much Dennis Mellon is changing the world. He has this new book, You Are. Oh my goodness, you are. And I wanna put this back on here because if you have the ability to go to his website, he has a book. Called takes more than heart. So you can go right to takesmorethanheart.com and you can look at that video and listen to his story again, and then get his book and really connect to him. Because I think you know we all need that that little inspiration at whatever stage of life we're in. It doesn't matter if you're in midlife, if you're in your 20s, and you've gone through COVID with a transition uh, and transformation. This is going to help you. There are so many points in here of value. And so, you know, again, ageless, timeless, useful tips that we can use about our own leadership in life. And, uh, and Dennis says real quick here, thanks for serving. <laughs> <laughs> he is, he is, Dennis is one of my John Maxwell team coaches, and we had a coaching group for a while together. So he is a great guy. It's a good name, Dennis, Dennis to yeah. Dennis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: not many of us out there not many of you out there you know, it's kind of interesting to too to see the the subtitle of that of the book is uh, changing the journey's uh, challenges into opportunities and uh, you know lear- learning learning from whatever happened never look at it as a defeat or a failure just take the lesson and move on you know uh,
0: and jonathan howard says exactly that it's all about the journey not about the fall but how you get up especially in these crazy times
1: well thanks jonathan i appreciate that that's uh that's uh, s- something that we all could uh learn from there you know
0: yep. good people man you guys thank you for watching tonight and thank you for following and listen go to this website takes more than heart and and grab a copy of this book and connect to dennis if you need training development virtually or in person uh, look him up because as you can see he is a guy that takes more than heart. He really cares passionately about what he's doing. And Dennis, I want to thank you so much for joining us tonight. And thank you for being an everyday leader.
1: Well, thanks so much. I appreciate the opportunity. Um, and and uh, it's been really a, a good discussion. You brought, made me think about some things here. So I I learned some stuff tonight.
0: Oh, well, great. Well, come back anytime, anything that you would like to share you're always a friend. You can come back on Everyday Leaders anytime and share your journey with us. Okay, I thank you. Thank you so much. This has been a Joe Ake Studios production.